The following podcast is set in a time long ago and a galaxy far away, but none of us still want to cause you any harm mentally, physically, or emotionally. We are a group of people playing a Star Wars 5e campaign and there is a chance that we may offend you unintentionally. There may be scenes of violence, sexual nature, or comedy that could offend. Just know that you have been warned, you are listening to this podcast at your own risk. We are just a group of blind or visually impaired tabletop role-playing gamers that enjoy Star Wars. In a time longer ago than what we can remember. In a galaxy that we have never heard of. It is a time, it is a galaxy, it is a place that we find these adventurers in. A Jedi that is not fully sold on the teachings of the Order and one Jedi that is fully committed. A travel-weary Ewok bounty hunter that has a love for some drink. A junk droid known as Johnny Six and a Wookiee who is more than just addicted to spice join together in an adventure that will tell tales, land them in peril, and allow them to find out who they truly are in the end. Join us each week as we follow this motley crew in the adventure of their lifetime. Music provided by www.tabletopaudio.com A Star Wars 5e podcast brought to you by www.knightsofthebraille.com For more information, be sure to check us out. Ah, right, everybody. Um, welcome to what is this now? Episode twelve, I believe. Yes, I, think. I don't know. I really yeah. do need to go back and count them. Um, but probably won't. Anyway, this is uh, we'll say episode twelve <laughs> of the um. I think I called y'all the Star Knights. So. Uh, we're uh, going to go and around and introduce ourselves around our Sabat table here, and we're going to start, like always, in alphabetical order, and we'll go with uh, Kane. Hello, everyone. I play Kane Highwind and Achani Sentinel. I'm excited to keep playing this Kane because he's, I don't know, I really enjoy his personality, and, you know, he's trying to be a good guy in this world, and um, I, I try to make his voice a little bit like Obi-Wan, it's his inspiration. <laughs> Obi-Wan, as in like the young Obi-Wan, or as in the <laughs> old Ben Kenobi? Uh, the younger one. Ah, sure. the younger one. Gotcha. Uh, so now we'll go to Mudu. Uh, yeah, so I'm playing uh, Mudu, the uh, Ewok bounty hunter, uh, who's uh, all about them credits. <laughs> and, uh, all about that base. About that base. <laughs> oh, yeah. And keeping the, the galaxy clean at the same time. Clean uh, of you know. credits or clean of like villains and or trying Why not to do both. both. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, he's you. just uh, doing his doing his uh, his thing, uh, scooping up all these bad guys across the the outer rim. And um, you know, if that happens to make his accountant very very happy, well, so be it, right? <laughs> exactly, because they're going to get like ten percent, you at least. Yeah, oh, the shit, man. <laughs> The filthy Sith that they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now to uh, Zane. Zane Boulder, your way of balance counselor. Human. Uh, just trying to walk that straight balance line. Make some creds. Protect the galaxy. Get the Boy Scout to live a little. You know, the usual. And as always, I play Gurker in this group. Um, they're meat shield, basically. Um, he is a Wookiee. He is usually high on spice. He is also their pilot, which I'm not sure 
exactly says how smart these three are for allowing a spice out Wookiee to be their pilot, but he has not killed them yet. So we are good. Um, we're going to uh, now allow Ken to give us our recap and then we'll get started with the session. All right. Last time, which was session 11, uh, the group regrouped at the command center the next morning uh, when an approach, approaching ship was approaching and Zane opened communications to see who it was. It turned out to be Zundar, Gundar's brother. Uh, he docked because he was looking for Gundar. Kane and Gurker went to meet him at the shuttle bay where Kane explained how they ended up there on that station. Zundar noticed that Gurker was going through a little bit of withdrawal and warned Kane about what could happen if he went too long without another hit of a spice. The three made it back to the command center where Zane once again recapped the whole thing with Klee and the space station. Uh, Zundar then explained that he hadn't heard from Gundar in seven days. Uh, and that he couldn't find him on Foremost, where Zundar was at the Antil Inn. And there was a lot of talk about where, what could have happened to Gundar. Was it Black Rancor to get him? When Seal asked if Gundar took the Phantom, a Millennium Falcon replica ship that Gundar made himself, uh, that is not easily tracked. There was a lot of chitter-chatter back and forth. Zendar thought that he might have been being played by his own brothers. Um, Zane asked Mudu if he could track, could triangulate with the last known whereabouts of Gundar. And with the help of Johnny Six, he was able to track down the Phantom, which was on Foremost. Which then the party uh, contacted Gundar, where they first were introduced to Stan, the youngest brother who then called Gundar over. They talked. Gundar told them that he sent a message to Zundar seven days ago. And at that moment, Zundar got a message on his device that Mudu tried to sneak away from his pickpocket. But Zundar uh, got it first and read the message. Mudu also read the message and told everybody basically uh, he needs to get an upgrade. Zundar left in embarrassment, and the uh, Zane told Gundar that they would be there. The group packed up, decided to retrieve the ship Luxury, the ship that Sildar was piloting, brought it back to the station. They packed the rest of the supplies from Zamp Corp to take to Foremost, and then from there, Peter and Vexa were going to take Rebecca home. And so we left. Went through hyperspace and came out uh, approaching foremost. Great, great. Um, all of your characters die, and the Star Wars 5e sessions are over. No. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of that, there is a rumor that uh, Disney may force um, the Star Wars 5e community to take their stuff down. Thankfully. Oh, wow. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. It, it, it is a rumor yeah. as of right now, um, but I do have the PDF version of the rulebook downloaded. Um, and if they do take it down, we can either start something else or I'll do like I've been doing bullshit my way through it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we will um, now start the session. You're all 
uh, on the ship, approaching foremost. Um, Gurker is piloting the ship, as always, and his co-pilot is, of course, Kane, who is trying to learn how to uh, be a better pilot. Uh, and according to Gurker, he is the best pilot because, again, he is the number two. <laughs> um, he is really emphatic about this. Uh, Lord help anyone who ever tells him that one is the actual better number. Uh, <clears throat> as you begin, as you come out of hyperspace, uh, um, you see a, a planet uh, begin to come up in, in the view screen. Uh, it is, it is, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you catch your first glimpse of Foremost. It is a, it is a somewhat like, not exactly dusty planet, but looks to be a bit drier than what Earth is. Uh, there's a lot more browns and grays than there are greens and blues. Um, not exactly like Tatooine, kind of dry like a desert, but they, like I said, there are more browns and grays than there are blues. Uh, green. Um, as you get closer to a a settlement that is the coordinates that you are all told, um, the main settlement will consist of 40 or 50 simple log buildings. Um, there there are some that are built on old fieldstone locations. Uh, there are quite a few of ruins that um surround and dot the landscape from your vantage point uh there are some crumbling walls that once stood a lot taller than what they are they're approximately two to three feet tall now depending on what section you're at um and there are spots of green upon these walls as ivy is starting to take over uh, you notice that Formos, or this village that you're approaching, is closer to one of the greener sections of the planet that you have seen. Um, and not only are the vine, ivy vines uh, taking over the walls, but you can also see on your view screen, um, which is actually really good definition for such a ship that appears to be duct taped together, or space taped together. Um, you can tell that there are vines upon, like, not vines, excuse me, briars upon the walls. Um, they're not your normal, like, briar that you would see, like, here on Earth, but the, the vines and the briars seem to have taken on a life of their own. Uh, the thorns are quite a bit sharper, and some of them appear to be, um, what's the word, uh, kind of like a steak knife, um, Starts with S. I can't think of it. I just had it in my head. Se seg uh, segregated? Oh. Serrated. Uh, serrated, yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, You can tell that uh, from different... From a close-up of uh, the height definition. Um, you all now appear to um, be closer into the docking area as a voice comes over your comlink and says... Um, state your business and Gurker looks down at the like the intercom and looks over to um, Kane and, sit, and says you might want to talk to him because I doubt they could understand me jeez <laughs> uh, okay I press the button and say uh, hello we're, you're just uh, traveling looking for a friend visited 
So you're here visiting Foremost, looking for a friend. Yeah, indeed. Do you have any illegal cargo on your ship? I look at Gurker. I say, I don't believe so. Not sure what is considered legal or illegal here. This planet is not one that will allow such items as illegal alcohol, illegal drugs such as spice, blue tonic, any other form of illegal drugs. We are not exactly a dry planet, but we do not allow anyone that is considered a smuggler to dock here at this station. Okay. Gurkha will look at you and... Gurkha will look at you like, uh, does that mean me? I shake, I, I nod, I nod my head vigorously. He looks down and, oh, we can always leave. And he begins to <laughs> start uh, amping the, uh, the, um, engines yeah. back up again. No, uh, I, I like, like the button and everything, you know, and I'm like, oh, I believe we, we have, we have to do this, Gurkha. You're going to have to, uh, be strong. Oh, Dane's gonna go to the front and push push Kane to the side and press the button. Yet, yeah, uh, we're clear. We are dropping off supplies to a uh, our employer. We have no illegal cargo. We're all good. Um, Gurker will take the back of his hand and wipe his furry brow and look over <laughs> to uh to Zane and like nod and thanks and then give Kane an evil eye like. You was about to turn me in. I bought no, them legally. I said, I said no. <laughs> I bought them legally. <laughs> Good credits. That were, may have been a little dirty, but he cleaned them. Oh, God. Um, the voice comes back over and says, Very well. Who is your employer so that we can verify your credentials? Our employer is Gundar. The Gundar. Uh, the <laughs> Gundar. Gundar. The... We ever find out their last names? I don't think so. <laughs> no. the, the brothers' company. Yeah, uh, the, the Dar brothers. Ah, <laughs> uh, very well. You have been given permission to dock in docking bay three one seven. I only have one docking bay, but it is three one seven. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. It's gonna be all right. All right thank you. <laughs> cut, cut off the intercom. Uh, Gurker begins growling like, can't believe he was going to turn me in. What? (laughs) Gurker, I said no. I I don't lie for you. That that hurt. That hurt me deep inside. I can't believe I did that. And you're over here saying I almost turned you in? He's just going to shake his head and go back into town. You see Gurker smiling like like he's messing with you as he pats you on the shoulder. um, (laughs) With all of his wiki strength, of course. (laughs) And I feel so dirty now. He looks at you. Why? Because I touched you? No, because I lied. <laughs> don't don't oh. worry, Kane. You didn't lie. You're Gurk clear. Gurk says, yes, he did. He'll get used to it. <laughs> uh, he he uh, looks over to you, Kane. So do you want to take her in? Oh, uh, you think I'm ready for that? No, but... Since you want to try new stuff, let's uh, see if you can. Okay, let's try. Uh, um, roll me a pilot check. Okay. Ooh, nice. 21. Ah, good. Um, 
you uh, dock without any problem whatsoever. In fact, no one even notices the click as um, everything settles in and settles down. Nice. And Gurker, go ahead. I'm like holding on to the controls like really tight, like white knuckled and sweating a little. Um, and you look over to Gurker who is like basically doing the same and he now has like <laughs> a, a couple of, of white hairs, you know, um, and he's like panting like a dog, you know, like. <laughs> uh, I think I did it, Gurker. <laughs> and he goes. <laughs> I mean, it's no word. He's just going. <laughs> uh, thank you for your teaching, number two. That that seems to perk him up, and he and he nods like, "Yeah, I am number two. <laughs> um, and he walks back there. And what is Moodoo doing at this point? Yeah, Moodoo's very happy with a with a smooth landing and wiping his brow and <laughs> looking at Gurger kind of side eyed, like, "How can't you do that?" Ooh. <laughs> Oh, no. Gurker looks back at him, <laughs> looks at his eyes, and gets down like at his level and looks really deep into his eyes, sniffs a little bit, and then shakes his head like, no, he didn't get into my spice, and then pulls <laughs> on out the door. <laughs> um, and he walks out and goes uh, to make like arrangements um, for somebody to come pick up the cargo. Uh, he, he'll have a letter with him to uh, deliver. So, what do you three want to do now? So. I can I can describe the settlement to you a little bit more. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, they are from whenever you were flying in. You did see a few newer houses. Um, you saw what I'll number as several shops. Um, more than five, but definitely less than like twenty. Uh, um, but you can definitely tell from whenever you were flying in that. This used to be a much larger settlement, uh, not necessarily the largest on Foremost, but if it is not the largest, then it was definitely one of the top three at one point in time. Um, you can tell that some of the ruins that you have seen look to be centuries old, how many centuries, you're not really sure. Um, some of the newer buildings are set on the sides of like what are alleyways, and some of them what would have been alleyways um the past that you have seen the alleys have uh has kind of turned into some mud due to some recent rainfall that uh foremost has received um the main street um think about like the most of the buildings or the shops um are on one side of a like muddy street and there's shops and buildings on the other side of the street kind of like a um a western if you've ever seen those or read those books where there's shops on both sides of main street um in the distance uh as you were flying in you saw a rather large manor house um off in the distance probably we'll say five to six miles away from town um rather large not necessarily in the best shape but by far not the worst shaped building um that you have seen in this area it's on uh, the east side of town and um yeah like i said it's on the east side of town towards uh towards a mountain that you had seen whenever you um flew in to dock in fact um Kane, the mountain that this is near is what you are using as a focal point in your 
landing in dock 317. Excuse me, I had to clear my throat. Um, so y'all are currently still on the ship right now. Uh, what would y'all like to do? Has the other ship landed also? Yes. We'll say that they, um, docked on the other side. Uh, they do not exactly have a docking bay, but, uh, Peter being, uh, the number one pilot, um, <laughs> managed to land with without even, you know, causing much of a dust storm. First thing would be to, uh, contact the, the brothers for here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think I will not, like, go to the, you know, communicate. <laughs> contact <Right>. and, uh, <laughs> yeah. While he goes to communicate, I'm gonna go buy the cargo and guard it. Okay. Um, so how are you gonna try to contact them? Uh, it's using the the same signal that we had from the space station and uh, contact the phantom okay um you hear um several beeps and whirs and a few clicks and then a voice comes over that sounds very similar to um zundar uh is in fact gundar and and um as he's speaking to you he's like have y'all got here yet yeah yeah we just landed yeah Sorry for sounding so ticked off, but my brother is a complete and utter idiot. Notice. Has he has he made it here yet? I'm surprised he could find his own ass, but yes, he did make it here. How would you like us to proceed now? We're we're still at the docking station. Do we need to you want us to unload this cargo and bring it over to you, or should we uh find a place and settle in first? Burker's well, taking care of uh, you know, the whole docking. Yeah, he's a good one. Bit heavy on the spice usage. He's he's good. Uh, we I do have some people that's going to, going to come and get the supplies. They know where to leave it right now. Um, but you all have rooms reserved for you at the Antill Inn. It's uh, in fact, it's the only inn in town. Uh, should be really easy to spot. It's one of the better looking buildings. We spent quite a bit of money there to build it up to make it better you know like business opportunity but you all should have rooms there they have been reserved so if you'll go there and wait for sildar he should be showing up any moment now and you said you're at the docking station right yes okay what you should be able to spot it fairly easy but what you'll do is you'll walk out the front door you'll take a left and down the main street you shouldn't get lost. It's really the only street in town, other than like little bitty side streets. But anyway, it's it's a three-story building, and that's all you need to know because only three-story building in town. Ah, uh, so the large manor-looking house. Yeah, I'd stay away from there if I was you. Okay. It's uh, it's reported that that's a hideout for some red brand ruffians who been causing quite a bit of stir in in town lately. They have also tried to steal some of the cargo that I had previously purchased. They never got their grubby little hands on it, but just be careful around there because rumors are that they don't take prisoners, they take corpses. Good friend. Rough. Yeah, they can't do an honest day's work. Alright, thanks for the no. Like I said, just, just be careful with them and basically watch your backs. Will do. When do you want us to meet up with you? Uh, Sildar has all that information. While I know my end is secure, 
I'm not exactly wanting to put over the airways where I am at. Alright, understandable. Alright then. Sildar is in the uh, other ship that landed, so we'll rendezvous with him and uh, go from there. Very well. And something that I have heard, I, I've seen some of the ruffians. You can tell they are who they are by they usually have a red, like, piece of fabric on their body somewhere. Kind of like one of those little ribbon things people wear in their hair or armband. Do you know if these red brands might have any connection with you-know-who? It is a rumor. Uh, I can't confirm it or deny it because I haven't exactly looked into it. I've kind of been preoccupied with other things here. But there's a rumor that there's, how do they put it, a higher being that, that they uh, follow and have gotten my man uh, Castle on it. He's, he's supposed to be searching them out because rumors are that they're after uh, what I have, if you know what I mean. Definitely keep an eye out for these. Yes. All right, good. keep yourself safe and uh, we'll be seeing you hopefully soon. Very well. Thank you. All right. And, you know, in communication. Uh-huh. Um, so Kane, what were uh, you and Mudu doing? I know you were watching over the... Uh, cargo. Cargo. Right. Uh, Mudu, what were you doing? See, I was uh, thinking as a... Uh, so Gurker's not available right now, right? Because I was thinking I would ask him to, uh, you know, conceal the sensitive stuff. Yeah. Uh, less, um... Uh, well, the illegal stuff, whatever. <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah, if he's not busy anymore. <laughs> uh, we'll say that um, y'all managed to uh, hide some of the, uh, or hide the <laughs> more sensitive stuff. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. and, and somebody better be sure to tell Gurker whenever <laughs> he gets back. <laughs> Where it is. Week. Right. Uh, I, um, speaking of Gurker, uh, he walks back in and growls out that, you know, he's given all of the information. They're going to be unloading the stuff off of uh, both ships, but that um, we have to go to the Zant Corporation building to tell them that their stolen cargo has been returned to them. All right. Okay. So that'll be a police. Uh, Zane's going to come back to the rest of the group and tell them what Gundar said, especially about the, the red brand. It looks like uh, we might have a little trouble here. Could be just a local thing or it could, uh, could involve the old reptile. Hmm. But apparently there's a, a gang here likes to wear red, call themselves Red Brand, our original. But uh, yeah, apparently they're at that manor house over there. That's where they're being. Okay. We're going to have to watch ourselves with, with the we don't know their numbers, how much pull they have. Let's kind of keep it low-key for now. Play it by ear. Should work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's fixing the drop. Yeah. That seems what it, like it, what it usually does. Uh, um. Still connected, but yeah, something happened there. Zane, the force is not with you. Anymore. <laughs> yep. Um, we can catch him up. Uh, yeah. So as... Y'all, are y'all going to leave the ship? Yeah, just drop. Yeah. Um, so are y'all going to leave the ship or? Yeah, we have to go let that company know, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, mm-hmm. I hate my net. 
<laughs> so do we. <laughs> I think everybody hates their own internet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I missed like the last few seconds. <laughs> N- nothing. Um, just asked if y'all were ready to leave the ship or what yeah. you all wanted to do. And, and Doku uh, obviously uh, sliced you in half, but you know. <laughs> Darth Draco has been on board y'all ship the entire time. He walked out of the bathroom, muttering about eating a burrito. And <laughs> oh god, yeah. is it safe to leave our, our ship here? And that's what I'm wondering. Like, <laughs> do you guys want to go um, tell that company while I stay here and guard the cargo with Gurker? Oh, never split the party. Oh, split the party. Well, we gotta go <laughs> let them know we can't leave our ship here. Oh, no, I think, I think we need to, uh, we need to, we should all go. We're gonna have to check in to the end anyway. We don't all have to be there for that. That I is mean... very correct, Master Kane. I can stay here and watch over the cargo while you all <laughs> go forth and mm. sign and check in to the end and, and inform the Xanth Corporation that they're 32 boxes filled with 73 different types of snacks, okay, foods, John, and you think stuff. You think you could guard the ship? If, I don't know. I, I do believe that if nothing else, as you all are wont to say, I could bore them to tears and they would leave before <laughs> anything was stolen. Oh, that is, except me, of course. What if they do value my high intelligence and... Exactly. I think it's it's fine. If Johnny wants to stay, it's fine. He can alert us very easily. I'm gonna I'm gonna tap Kane on the leg and go like, uh, so tell me, did you uh, did you get that Space Boy magazine you were waiting for? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> oh, you know, I forgot. Do you need some it. personal time? I don't believe I did. I. Oh, oh, is that what it is? Can no. you just some alone time? I mean, that's all you have to say, man. I said Gurker was going <laughs> to stay with me, guys. Come on. So, oh, so it's so you... a bit more complicated. It's still with a magazine, but uh, with company? All right, don't we know. don't judge. <laughs> don't know what you mean by that. Uh, I mean, if you want time to bond with Gurker. I just want to make sure, <laughs> make sure our cargo stays safe. I don't know. You know, we can't trust these red brand people yet. I wouldn't want yeah. our this cargo that we just retrieved to be stolen again. Well, that's why we're taking the cargo to the quadrage. I thought we were just going there to let them know. Or are we carrying Yeah, 32? you have to go let them know. Yeah. Uh-oh. Because there's well, too much for y'all to actually carry. We'll go and let them know. I'll probably have something to... Uh, come retrieve their cargo yeah let's how about you guys go go let them know and then once um they retrieve the cargo then we can all go together all right all right we'll we'll give you your alone okay Gurker, uh, <laughs> you gotta stay with me he looks at you and eyes you up and down like he's <laughs> kind of concerned about staying <laughs> but then i have any magazine but then uh shrugs his shoulders um roll me a perception check came Okay, eighteen. Eighteen. Um, you notice that he's hiding something in like a um in a brown envelope. Um, he's okay. trying to hide it from everybody else. Okay, but you manage to see a corner of it. Hmm. Um, his body is blocking it from everybody yeah. else. I don't uh, wanna. Hmm. Yeah. Um, 
and Moodoo and Zane, you all are going to head to inform the Zance Corporation? Uh, uh yeah. <clears throat> okay. One rendezvous with uh, the other ship for Peter, Sil. Uh, see if they're, if uh, Peter and them are going to take take off after the stuff is unloaded. Or uh-huh. if they're planning on staying a little longer. Uh-huh. Um, as you both begin to leave or get ready to leave, um... Peter and um, Vex actually show up at the bottom of the ramp just as Gurker moves his arm but sees them and uh, tucks his arm back in hiding um, this brown thing that he's uh, holding close. Um, And he looks at at Peter like he likes him but he wants to let him know that he is in control here. and so you all walk down, or you both walk down the ramp to meet Peter and Vexa at the bottom. Okay. Nice landing there, Peter. Very smooth. That's because I'm number one. And he looks at Gurker. <laughs> right. Okay. So, plan is we're going to go to the Xanth Port building to let them know we found their stolen merchandise and see how they're going to retrieve it. Are you two planning on taking off right after the cargo is unloaded? Uh, well, that's something that me and Vexa here talked about on the journey, and, oh, Rebecca, she's ready to get back to her family. I mean, you, you got to understand that. I know I would be in, in her case, so we're gonna, we're gonna head off as soon as they unload it, and, you know, hopefully give us a bit of a reward for it. To, to fuel up and get some supplies that we might need. Then, yeah, we're going to head off and carry her back to her family. Right. Vexa, Vexa will handle everything concerning the safe return. You just make sure to fly them there, get them there in one piece, leaving you, Peter. That's what I do. And he starts raising his voice because I'm number one. <laughs> And Gurker turns around and nods, like, yeah, you are number one. You know, you're beneath me, number one, because two <laughs> is bigger. Uh, okay. And um, as, uh, as, as Gurker turns and begins to gestate wildly that he is, you know, number two, which means more, um, the envelope falls to the, to the um, floor of the ship. Do, do we all see this envelope now? Um, roll me, uh, you and Moodoo roll me a perception check to see if you <laughs> notice it. And, uh, Kane, if you want to try to pick it up before they notice it, yeah, roll me a slide of hand. Yeah, I'll try to help him out. I'm not sure what well going at, but let's see. Okay. Okay, I only got a eight, so. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 14. So, um, I'd go, like, to pick it up and they clearly see it. Uh, I guess yeah. I'm like, uh, Gurker, I believe you dropped dropped this. And I'll go like, hey, is that is that finally the magazine we've all been waiting for, or what? <laughs> Gurker shrugs and and says, I don't know. It was it was here whenever we arrived. It said it was for uh, Kane Highwind. Oh, was the, does it actually feel like a magazine in there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I toss it at Moody. You can have it, but I don't think I'll need that. Oh, he finally got his package. Okay, well, we're... <laughs> yes, the one that you signed me up for, I believe. Uh, Gurker signed you. Mm-hmm. 
Gurker so, hits so, himself so. in the forehead then like, oh yeah! And he goes to take the magazine. <laughs> um, no. oh, okay, well, you two have fun with your magazine. We're gonna go now. Okay, farewell. Gurker was like, we don't need them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and then he begins uh, looking for a uh, for a vial of his stuff. No, like, Gurker, you're gonna have to hide that. Or when... Oh yeah, didn't... I believe they moved that actually. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. Not sure. <laughs> yeah, it, it's him. So <laughs> he's looking for it though. Okay. Um, I don't know where they put it. So you, you can hear him muttering. You can't make out what he's saying, but you know it's probably not nice. Um, <laughs> he's using some definite uh, some slang. Um, so as uh, Mudu and uh, Zane, as you leave, um, both of you roll me a, another perception check okay. as you uh, exit this this little hangar type area. That's an 18. 21. Nice. Okay. Um, you both notice a figure darting out of the door. Okay, I'm trying to think how. Um, you're in like a hangar. You walk out of this door into like a lobby and then out of the lobby onto the main street. Um, as you come out of the hangar, you see someone leaving the lobby door heading to like onto Main Street, and you both catch a glimpse of red tied around his forearm. Gonna look at Moodoo like that's one of them, one of those red brands. We're gonna have to keep an eye on them. Yeah, did did they um did they get very far? Um, they from the hangar door to the lobby is probably 15 feet mm. and they are just outside the door right now so it'd be like 16 feet but you know we'll say it's 15 still okay can i quickly stealth jog my way up to them and um and see if i uh catch any information if they're talking to somebody if they have anything with them that's interesting um yeah uh, you can, um, stealthily get up there. Um, uh, you can even get up there, like, with your regular movement. Okay. Um, but, you gonna try to open the door stealthily, or... Oh, because they're already out. Right. I mean, it, yeah. Uh, y yes. Okay. Um, roll me a, uh, stealth check. Uh, 22. Okay. Oh. Um, that's nice. Uh, you managed to catch the door before it completely shut um and hold it open i think an ewok has like fingernails they're like claws i think um we'll say that you keep it open just enough so that you can hear outside and you don't hear any sound i mean other than like your normal outside village type sounds you don't hear this person talking with anyone okay all right, so they're just gone already. Mm -hmm. Is he just going to go up and open the door like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sneaking, boss. <laughs> I think like that little guy off of just, Fantasy just, Island. Just open the door. <laughs> <laughs> just open the door. Do, do I Nothing see to report. Can, can I see which way he went or which way he's going? Um, You see him walking uh, toward the west. Anything particular towards the west? Like, any certain building I can tell he's going towards? Um, no. Not at this point. He's, um, just walking on Main Street. Mm -hmm. Um, towards the west, they are, like I said, several, uh, buildings. They are, um, the inn is that way. There's, uh, 
of course, a couple of bars. That way, um, you see a sign for Jim's General Store. You also see a sign that is blue that says Credit Mart. And in case you're wondering, it's kind of like Walmart. Um, <laughs> right beside it, you see a sign that says Credit Tree, which, in case you're wondering, <laughs> is like Dollar Tree. Um, they appear to be somewhat newer than most of the other buildings. They are definitely in better shape um, on the outside anyways. Inside, they're probably like most of these other ones. Um, people don't know how to stock shelves, and there's stuff all in the aisles. And it's wonderful when you're blind and you're trying to shop. Um, so you see that, you see a couple of houses down that way, um, not really well built houses, more like, they're not exactly shanties, but they're not like immaculate houses either. Um, somewhere in the middle, um, best way to describe them be like middle class, I guess, well worn. Okay. Um, but you, from, from the way he's walking, you cannot discern any particular direction or any particular place that he's heading. It's the large manor house. Uh, can we see it from where we are? Which way are you facing? Uh, looking towards where, where the guys go. So then no, the you cannot see. Okay. So it, is to, it is to the east. Uh, Zane's going to look down at Mudu. As much as I'd like to uh, follow this guy and get a little more information, we, we have business that we need to take care of. So far, they're, n they're not an issue now. Let, let's take care of what we need to take care of first. We need to make sure Rebecca gets off, off this planet before they find out who she is. Yes, agreed. One thing at a time. So let's go. Let's head over to Xanth Corp building and uh, so they can get their cargo. And uh, Xanth's going to start off in that direction. Uh, um, That'll be um, towards the east, I think, where I had said that was. Um, Anyway, we'll say that you head off towards um, Xanth Corporation. We'll say it's to the east. Because I think that's okay. what I said. Um, I don't have directions on with that in my notes. Because well, I'll just fudge it. Um, that's what <laughs> happens. Uh, um, uh, so it's we'll, we'll say that you head off to the east. I mean, trying to describe a map to blind people. I mean, there's no point in make it up. You know, um, that's, why, that's why I do it. Uh, anyway, we'll say that you head off towards the east, towards the um, building that is a lot better maintained. Uh, it's not a very large building. Um, think um, like a medium-sized department store size. Um, they definitely have some storage there. You know, they have a lobby there. Um, things like that. It's not too big, but it's big enough to have all that they need. Uh, as you're walking there, you pass by a, um, a building called uh, the General Store. It's um, Jim's General Store. And, um, you see a, uh, like a, a, what's the word? Like a little open area between where some buildings once stood, um, that's called, uh, Bucky's Used Wagons. Because there's not very much, uh, flying done here, like in this little local area. Um, but they do have some well-worn spacecraft here, like, uh, speeders and, um, cargo lifters and and things along that nature and i cannot remember what it was that luke was flying on tatooine um a uh, land speeder yes 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 that's it um you see a few of those definitely not the newest model probably not the newest model in the past 60 years but according to the sign bucky's used wagons 
that if we have it, it's guaranteed to run at least once. Um, <laughs> uh, see, um, and you see, like a uh, not really like another general store, but like um, not that, like a Whole Foods, like a grocery thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, several taverns, and you walk past this one place. It's really like a hole in the wall. Um, written on the outside is a a plank that is like nailed to the uh overhang right over the door the mantle i think that's what it's called um it has been burnt into this plank that says jed j-e-d eyes e-y-e-s shrine Um, as you all walk as you two excuse me walk past it um you all smell like incense and um basically if you stayed here long enough you may would obtain a contact high. Uh, Definitely, you may have to watch out and make sure that Gurker does not find out about this place. Um, Yeah, so he's gonna gonna stop and be like, "Mm, look at the place, look at it a little second longer, then keep going like, yeah, no, not the time. Yeah. (laughs) Um, There is like some purplish smoke that is leaking from around uh the bottom of the door very little because the person who owns this or maintains it has done their best to try to seal everything in um the more of a high the more money they make um he's gonna he's gonna like look at it moving and be like remind me to drag kane (laughs) i'm I'm just gonna gonna mutter it myself just one thing at a time one Um, you come across a, uh, a trading post that says, give it here. Think like a, um, if any of y'all ever been to a Goodwill, um, mm-hmm. you can, you know, carry stuff in there, trade it, buy used stuff, uh, you know, similar things like that. Um, you actually come across a, like a bookstore. I don't know what kind of books they would have in there, but you do see one. Um, and in your walking, you, uh, finally reach the end of the main street and you are like at the driveway to the Zant Corporation. Um, it's not a long driveway, it's like 10 feet, you know, but it is set off from main street just a bit. Alright, this looks like the place I'm gonna do. Let's go. Uh-huh. Is there a buzzer here or something? Or we knock? Um, <laughs> as you, uh, arrive at the main door, um, they can see out and see you and they will come over the intercom and state your business and who it is that you wish to see. Zane will speak up. We're here with Zundar and Vandar. We've been hired, we're hired hand. We're here to tell you that we've recovered some equipment you may have lost. Stolen is more like it. Tell we us. Re- we recovered it and uh, we're here to return it if you want it. State your name. Zane Boulder. And my little friend is Moodoo. Very well. Hold your hand over the scanner. Ah, Zane will do so. Very well, Mr. Boulder. And a card prints out with your, um, print of your, like, what your heartbeat rhythm would be. Your hand print. It pulls up a picture of your face, um, from your identification. Um... Like it has taken a picture of you standing right here as you're doing all this um, on there. And, and it 
has pretty much like everything that you have said, like reason for being here, return of material, etc. Um, okay, Mr. Mudu, place your hand on the scanner. Mm. <laughs> um, can I do like a? Well, I, I was thinking I could I could do a like a roll for investigation on the scanner, but I guess I know what it does. I'm just curious what it's connected to, you know. Um, and if this is the kind of thing that would bother the someone in the Bounty Hunters Guild. <laughs> like, do they yeah. know more about me than they should, or will they know more about me than they should? It's a possibility. You know, so... Um, you can always choose to stay outside. Let me get my persuasion. I will try to persuade them and say, uh... Yes, well, you, you just, you have the card now. It's, it's fine, isn't it? And um, if you would like me to roll for that. So you're trying to convince them that you should be able to go in with Zane's card? Well, you know, that one's enough, you know. You don't need more information. Okay. Um, um, Zane, um, go ahead. Uh, Zane will also speak up and uh, speak to him and be like, uh, my, my friend here... His, his line of work, I'm sure you know, needs to stay under wraps. Nothing illegal, but when you're a hunter, it's best not known that you're at certain places. That, so is, that is very understandable, sir. This is not my rule, but rule of Mr. Robert Zant himself. No card, no entry. I'm sure you can understand my position. But he is welcome to stand outside if he wishes. Well, my dear. Oh, yeah. You can stay outside if you want. I'll go in and handle All right. it. Well, I, you never know what's going to happen. So I guess in the interest of not splitting up the party, I'll... Even more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I was just you know, because at this rate, we're all best. sitting ducks. <laughs> you all seem um, like a large Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> right. Another Death Star person. Oh. <laughs> uh, so what you going to do, Mudu? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll put my uh, my hand, my paw, whatever on the. <laughs> on the you scanner. you don't have to. Can he reach it? Do I, do I have to lift him up? <laughs> <laughs> Since you said it, yes, you do. <laughs> but I want I want y'all to describe how Mudu like tries to reach up to it. Like... <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll reach for it. <laughs> I'll stretch okay, out and look at Zane, you know, like puppy dog eyes, like. <laughs> I love having a short member in the party. <laughs> I'll be like, I, I, I got you. I'll, I'll lift him up. I won't tell Kate. <laughs> uh, um, so, as your hand is placed upon the uh, scanner, a buzzing sound, um, which was similar to what um, went on with Zane's, of course. And a card prints out um, with your name, your height, you know, your weight, <laughs> reason for being here, um, and a special note that says, reluctant to enter because he is a bounty hunter. Oh, oh well, it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, nothing that's, well, that's not known. Yeah. I mean, it's only for this, after all. Right. Um, so, so uh, you both now have the cards, and 
with that, we're going to go back to Gurker and Kane. Hey there. Uh, hey, how you doing? Been a while. <laughs> oh, oh, cameras are back on us, you know. Oh, Gurker, put, Gurker puts out his cigarette. And <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I did that with the... Well, uh, Fernando was there. It, it's just freaking hilarious to me. <laughs> um, so, back to Gurker and uh, Kane. Gurker's looking at... Um, at Kane and, and says, why didn't you remind me that I had ordered the magazine in your name? I could be looking at it right now. I didn't know that's what it was. You were hiding it. I thought it was something private. Well, it is something private. I'm not just going to pull it out in public and start. I mean, you can look at it now. I can guard one of you. Yeah, the know. little short one's got it, though. Oh, I think <laughs> you took it back. Did I take it back? Yeah, you did. You got it. Oh, I, I pointed out. Oh, yeah. And he goes to pick up the magazine, then like, oh yeah, I was looking for something else. What was I looking oh. for again? Oh, uh, do I see any people around us? Um, nobody has showed up yet. Okay, I'm like, so. stop. Yeah, what did you do with it? I didn't do anything with it. That was them. They wanted to hide it so that people wouldn't uh, find it and get us in trouble. I think the droid had it. I've noticed him looking at it with his <laughs> eye receptor. Is Johnny Six with us, or did he go with them? He's uh, not in where both of you are at. Oh, okay. So um, he's on the ship, but just not with us? Yeah. Oh, I... um, We'll say that he's doing like a patrol around the outside <laughs> oh, of the ship. You hear like... Mm, mm. <laughs> he's not exactly I... quiet, as he does. <laughs> and um, as, as you hear him walking away, you hear him reciting the entirety of the Webster's Dictionary. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> He can go and do that on his own. <laughs> Kirker, I don't even think he could use it. Oh, he has nasal plugs, believe me. I've smelled him. I've seen him smelling. Oh, I'll keep that in mind, but I believe Mudu was the one that was putting it somewhere safe. He was using it? No, and he, no. And he goes to walk out in the door. <laughs> no. He's go after Mudu. Kirker, no. He was, he was, <laughs> I told you he was keeping it safe somewhere on the ship. <sighs> And he, and he thinks, like, where would he be? Somewhere lower on the ship, I imagine. Ah, under it. So he goes outside. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think how to put this. Um, he's, like, really going crazy because not that he necessarily wants a hit, but he's, like, like an addict who has, yeah. has taken this stuff and moved it. Like, where's that? Where's that? Where's that? Oh, you know. <laughs> you don't need it, man. You're... You're okay for now. But what about in five minutes? You, you can start using it less and less. He eyes you like, <laughs> don't lie to me. Um, and, and as you both are talking, um, a group of men um, or males come up to the uh, cargo door and are you all with uh, Gundar, Sildar, I mean, Gundar, Zundar, and Stan. We are. Uh, well, we're here to uh, get the cargo. Oh, are you from the corporation? The Xanth Corporation? Yes. No, we're here. We're with Gundar's group. Oh, okay. Do we have do we have two separate uh, thing of yeah. cargo? Um, okay, you can have I the, do the Xanth, and then you have the stuff that was loaded upon this ship for Gundar and them. Yeah. Sweet. I would like to insight them. Um. Okay. Roll me insight. Sixteen. Um. You can tell that they're telling the truth. Okay. They're from 
They're from Gundar and Senthar. Mm-hmm. And they're and they're here to get their uh the cargo. They have a um like a <clears throat> excuse me, it's kinda like a a lift but it can also like a what, what U haul or like a rider type thing that they can load on load the stuff on and then haul it to their location. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well here's uh where their ship uh their cargo is. The rest is for the Santa Corporation. So. Very well. They should be sending someone as soon as you contact them about uh their them. cargo. Perfect. Yeah. If it's okay, we're gonna go ahead and start loading this. Uh, yeah, you're. If you want to help, you can. If not, that's that's fine as well. I'll, I'll help. Yeah. All right, works for me. Um, between the seven of us, uh, and he looks at Gurker, <laughs> nine of us, <coughs> we uh, should be able to get it loaded fairly quickly. Okay. Um, so y'all will uh, begin to start loading it. Um, and Gurker looks at them. And he looks at you like, I know you hit it somewhere. You know, he's not saying anything. Yeah, I just shake my head. Mouth. Um, and he looks at the boxes, you know, like, oh, I wonder no. if it's in here. No, it's not in there, Kirker. Um, and it's like you can read his mind, you know, as he's staring <laughs> at each box. Um, so the, um, over time, these stuff gets, you know, loaded onto the, uh, onto the U-Haul type mm-hmm. thing. Um, and they will leave. Okay. I also want to see if they have like a uh, red on them. Like if they okay. <laughs> like, which is, um, you know, like I, yeah. they're part of his, their crew, but I want to know if they're with the red brand. Then. Right. I was wondering if he was going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll, uh, we'll say that they have it loaded and roll me a perception check. Okay. Uh, 13. 13. You notice that one of them has a red ring. On his oh. right mm. hand. Okay. Um, but the other four do yeah. not. Hmm. Interesting. The one that was speaking to you does not. Okay. Hmm. Uh, I'd like to like uh, as we're like loading the things, like kind of stand next to him and kind of whisper, like, "Hey, uh, what's the situation with the with the red prince?" And you talking to the one with the ring. The leader. Okay, the guy that was talking to you. Yeah. Ah, uh, bunch of scum, if you ask me. They're always trying to get things for free without an honest day's work. They've, hmm. they've, they've attacked many people in this settlement. And they, uh, some of the businesses around here, and he looks at you um, as he's trying to explain uh, what they do. It's like they make them pay them money to be able to be business like yeah like protection yeah it's it's a whole bunch of whole bunch of mess and and they're just (laughs) a bunch of layabouts and they think they're all big and bad it's a bunch of lazy people if you ask me i I couldn't help but notice that one of your men has a red ring does that signify anything and he looks at you what It's, it's just a red ring i didn't know if it meant that uh some of the red brands i heard have uh, red on them or something, so we're just making uh, sure. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, no, I, at least I don't don't think so. Let's find out. And he hollers over and says, uh, hey, get over here, Bob. Because I couldn't think of another name. Uh, <laughs> and Bob, like, wanders over. Uh-huh. And um, we'll say with your perception that you notice that he doesn't 
look like he's lazy or layabout because he was yeah. working fairly Not hard. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he goes, yeah, boss. And um, the leader says, uh, we couldn't help but notice that uh, you had a, a uh, red ring on your hand. This uh, gentleman here, what was your name again, sir? My name is Kane. Kane. Uh, we couldn't help notice that uh, Kane wanted to talk to you for a minute about your your ring there. I was, okay, just, I was just wondering why you carry a red ring. I didn't know if that might make some people think that you're associated with the Red Friend. Oh, uh, no, sir, boss. It's come from my wife. And hmm. he holds it up, and now that upon, uh, how, how does the great authors put it, upon closer inspection, um, you notice that it, while it is red, it mm-hmm. is hair that has been braided inside of a Ooh. glass, um, like a glass tube that yeah. fit on his finger. Nice. It's, okay. it's, it's me, me wife's hair in our ring. We thought we'd do a, a little something different whenever we got married. And she has a ring with, and he kind of laughs at what was left of me own hair in it and you you notice that he is definitely balding um kind of got like a five head instead of a forehead uh and he he points to it and says you know it we just like i said we thought we'd do a little something different i i didn't know that about the about the red brand but honestly mr kane i i'm not gonna take it off because that's That's understandable i just couldn't do that to her besides I'm not sure if you've ever been married or not, but she'd probably beat my ass till I was red. <laughs> I have not. I Jedi cannot marry, but uh, oh, that's understandable. You're a, you're a Jedi? Indeed. I always wanted to be a Jedi. Hmm. Well, I always thought it'd be really cool. Do you have a lightsaber? It, yes, but what's important is that you stay true to yourself and what you believe in and try to listen out for the Force, okay? You're, you seem like a good man. Very well, Mr. Kane. It was nice Farewell. to meet you. Farewell, Bob. And he, he'll reach out his hand to shake. I'll shake his hand. Uh, and um, from shaking his hand, you can feel the bond between him and his wife through the ring. So that you know it is legit. And, yeah. Nice. Um, and uh, so they finish loading up everything and go to leave. And from inside the ship, you hear... I like to see your lightsaber. And it's Gurker making fun of you like, I want to see your lightsaber. Oh, oh, Mr. Jedi. (laughs) (laughs) I like turn around and kind of glare at Gurker. And he's on his knees with his hands up in the air, like bowing down to you like Wayne's World, you know, like Wayne's World. Yeah. um, You you seem to uh, have plenty of time to make fun of poor Bob, but I seem to remember you being on your knees and uh, looking for your your special friend. And he looks at you and then gives you a, flicks you a Wookiee bird. <laughs> and then goes back to looking for secret compartments in the floor of the ship. <laughs> um, nice. With that, we will flip back to <laughs> Zane and Mudu. Um, and you all have now walked into... The building, as soon as you pass through the door frame, the cards will disappear and disintegrate into nothing and float to the floor, like, kind of like a dust moat. 
um, inside the lobby, you notice um, fairly plush carpet. It is uh, a mahogany type color. There are um, stained wooden walls. There's a bar type desk where you all could have seen the woman um, sitting behind it, behind a console. And she smiles at you very friendly as you approach. Um, as always, I'm going to sit with, you know, mostly human race because I don't know how the other ones sound and I probably can't pronounce 95% of them. Um, so we'll say that she is like a human female sitting behind the desk. Um, somewhat attractive, um, you know, but extremely friendly. Let's do a carrying mood. <laughs> Unless uh, otherwise stated, yeah. I feel like I, I would have carried him inside. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would have I jumped down and you know, patted myself clean, you know, dusted off. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, Gonna uh, approach the desk. As I said outside, uh, with Gundar and his crew. And we recovered some uh, stolen property of Zach Corp. We're here to see how you would like to, uh, you know, retrieve it. Very well. Um, Mr. Robert will see you. And she hits the intercom. Mr. Zance, both Zane and Mudu have information about your stolen property that they are returning to you. And she looks at you. Is it on planet now? Or is it going to arrive? It's here now. It's at our ship on the, seems like, only docking bay here. Um, Landing bay. Yes, sir, Mr. Zance. They said that it's on their other ship that is at the planet's only, at the planet's only docking bay, 317. And she hears something in her head. Yes, sir. I'll send them back immediately. And she looks at you as she presses the button, says, Follow the hallway, and Mr. Zance will see you now. Thank you. Mm. I'm just going to look at it and go like, uh, So, so much fuss over cards and it's gone now? What's all this about? It is not my rule, Mr. Teddy Bear, but it is the rule of Mr. Robert Zance. I just work here. It's all about the credits for me. But you are really <laughs> cute. And she winks at you. Zance <laughs> <laughs> look at her like, oh. Teddy Bear. <laughs> <laughs> If you wanted to get in touch with me, there's other ways, you know. <laughs> she raises her, raises her eyebrows. Really? <laughs> One um, thing at a time, though. Uh, so, um, no, 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 go ahead, Mudo. We got, we got a minute. Go ahead. <laughs> she just smiles and says, Mr. Zance is not a man to keep waiting. But we will talk later. <laughs> And um, as as uh, Zane turns around, uh, Moodoo, she blows you a little kiss. <laughs> We're just gonna start walking down the hall. Oh man! I'm just gonna walk, walk, keep walking, and just wave back like, yeah, 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 sure. I just picture Moodoo with his little chest puffed out like, yeah, look at me, yeah. <laughs> like Johnny Bravo. Hey, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, you all walk down the hallway. Um, again, same kind of carpet, um, like the stained wood walls. You see a couple of paintings hanging there, um, a couple of digital frames, 
and um, you come to an office door that has Robert Zant, CEO, owner, uh, plaque on it. Um, the door opens, and a tall gentleman with um, salt and pepper hair, uh, the hair and his temples is white, looks very distinguished, renowned, powerfully, um, like not muscle-wise, but like business-wise, uh, opens the door and says, come in, come in. Inside the yeah. office, you see um, a large uh, desk um, that appears to have come from what appears to be the hull of a spaceship. Uh, most of his office does appear to look like it is a spaceship. There are two um, chairs sitting in front of it. There are um, made of bantha leather. Uh, the floor is um, like the space metal gray of a spaceship the desk is black um around the wall it is very sparse um there's a couple of um picture frames and um he sits behind this desk <clears throat> after you all walk in and says so janelle tells me that you all managed to recapture some of zant's lost cargo indeed we were able to find this missing cargo since you have dealings with our employer Gundar Zundar Brothers uh, we felt it was good to uh, return this to you I'm gonna chime in and add uh, and uh, uh, do note that this was to uh, great expense and uh, great risk to our personal safeties mm -hmm. I'm sure a uh, man of your position will uh, understand and uh, be willing to reciprocate yes what is it that you are looking for mr mudu i am a man that prefers bluntness and getting to the point i do not like as my ancestors used to say him hoeing around it is a waste of time and as we all know time is credit well as you put it so uh, eloquently we can start right there with uh, a fair okay. payment for our services and at the same time since you are a man of such a this this position um in such a a small planet such as this i would imagine that you have access to very interesting information what my little friend here is trying to say we like payment for the return of your cargo and we like information on the red Hmm. Very well, very well. I am not one that usually goes on chance, but what would you say, and he looks to Mudu, what would you say that is a fair price for the return of the good? Do we have any idea of, like, the market value of all this cargo? Mm, we'll say the value, and I don't. Um, I'm going to say 10,000 credits. So, uh... I'm gonna whisper to, uh, to Zane, uh, how's about, uh, 10%? 10%, 10% information should be a fair, fair mm -hmm. trade. So I'll nod, and I'll say, uh, well, um, what would you say to 10% market value, which we estimate to be about 1,000 credits, and the information we need? Would that be a fair deal for you? So... What you're getting at is I give you 1,000 credits for the return of my property, or Zant Corporation's property, 
as well as giving you information on the Red Brand Ruffian, basically for free. Mm, not free, James, I say. Maybe a goodwill gesture, like a favor would be owed to me or to the Xanth Corporation. But, but the information on the Red Brand Ruffians, while would be beneficial to me, seems that something you are interested in as well. And I would not be a businessman if I did not try to gain profit from it as well. I'm sure you both can understand it. Wouldn't you profit from easier dealings in this planet? Very well. That is exactly what I'm getting to. The information I give will benefit us both. That is why I am curious to see if you will take care of the problem if I give you the information. The red brand here seems like cockroaches, and you can just call us exterminate. I can most certainly do this. And, like I said, the thousand credits, that's no problem at all. Would you like it in physical credits or transferred to your account? And is it all in one lump sum? Would you like it split up? How would you prefer your credit? No, do you go ahead. Out of universe, we should probably open up an LLC or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, we need to make it... We need to make an like, oh, oh, account that, like, I guess... Yeah, be some, like, some company like, credit cards... <laughs> <laughs> needs to be pool, like pulled the station like it can be like you know, we need to make an account for station put it in yeah <laughs> so um, yeah I, I will i will take a lump sum uh, now and arrangements with the guild very well very well i will give this to you and just to make sure you want it deposited right uh, yes yeah okay. um yeah. Uh, just go ahead and consider that you have the uh the thousand um, so, the information, do, do I have your word that, that you will take care of this situation? Indeed. If they are as big as problem, assuming they are, we will take care of it. We have a companion who's very much against evildoer bad guys, so he'll jump at the chance. Okay, and with that, we're going to jump back to <clears throat> Kane and Gurker, who is... Gurker is still on the uh, floor, like, looking. Um, you hear him knocking on, like, each plate of the flooring, hunting the hollow one, because it has to be here somewhere. Uh, just letting him do his thing. I'm just, like, standing, like walking around the, the crates, making sure that they don't get taken. Which crates? The cargo ones for the Santa Corp. They're on the other ship. Oh, okay. So, yeah, then now... I would have, like, uh, after they took our crates, like, okay, Gurker, I'm going to go protect uh, the crates over there. If you want to stay on the ship and look for your stuff, that's that's fine. Um, I'll call yeah. over, if anything. <laughs> you hear him muttering, I hope Johnny sees <laughs> <laughs> Um, And uh, with that, we're going to stop for the week. Sweet. All right. That's for For the time being, we all see you fleeing. We know this is a frozen hell. You're leaving the troubles in the dale. The snow, it is falling, but this adventure is calling. You leave all the risk, a land frozen by winter's kiss. Cold blizzards and snow, and now you're at the end of the show. Please join us next week, where maybe the outcome won't be so bleak. But this time, you've been in the frozen dale. Brought to you 
by Knights of the Braille. See you next week, everyone. This is Bodar, hoping I survive Icewind Dale. This background music is Spellbinding, A Wizard's Dance, by Sean Hopper.